It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. You will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. And that is so important in our country right now because we're not hearing a lot of truth. In fact, we've been lied to. And the truth is now coming forward. Uh, as Tucker Carlson started showing the videos that were coming, that Kevin McCarthy brought to him, the videos that had been hidden from the American people for two years while these trials were going on in D.C., while Americans were put in prison for years, not given trials. And this is like Soviet America. We have never, ever seen anything like this in our country before. Uh, what we have just seen, what has just been revealed in those videos is that not only were those videos withheld from the American people, but from those that were put in jail. Exculpatory evidence was withheld from them and their attorneys so that they could not prove their cases. They, some have been given 48 month sentences, others lesser charges, but these are Americans who, who the J6 committee presented filthy lies deceit to the American people. And this has now come forward. At, at this point, there are more people that should be uh, brought to prison. All this must be stopped. It must be called off. We've never had anything like this in, in this country before. Uh, while they, this appear, appears to go back to Donald Trump, they wanted to set him up that his supporters were the bad guys. It's very simple. His supporters were the bad guys. They have to put them in prison. We have to run this operation. We have to make sure Donald Trump cannot come into office ever again. We have to say that he's behind all this. And all of his um, supporters created violence and, and waged war on our Congress and on uh, people in a, a free country so that we'll take away their rights. And everything that they presented was a lie. It has been proven a lie. Those videos came forward and the surveillance video, what was shown from inside the U.S. Capitol from 26 months ago on January 6, 2021, they, at, that proved that our politicians kept that information hidden from the, the public. And when the shaman, the U.S. Navy vet, uh, was walking through the Capitol, they tried to say, uh, that he was leading an insurrection. The Capitol Police were guiding him through the Capitol. They did not try to stop him. The tapes prove that. The producers that were given this uh, at Fox News and all this, all the, all the video that they saw, it showed that everything about the shaman that they attempted, you know, to show about him 
was false. He walked as though on a guided tour. He did nothing violent. He did nothing destructive. He said a prayer. And they looked, you know, that we the people looked at their capital from inside. They believed that an election was stolen from them. And so today in our first segment, we're going to talk about this. But beyond that, in our second segment, we're going to put it in a different context, which will prove that this whole thing was an operation. It's not just what they did on J6. It's not just the people they set up. They knew they were going to do that in advance. And with me is investigative journalist Alan Jones. Welcome, Alan. Thank you, Mary. I'm very glad to be here tonight. Yeah, quite literally. So this is such a such a very important uh, issue here. You know, I think most of the listeners have already seen this uh, kangaroo court show trial that they put on the January 6th trial that was presented like it was some sort of uh, proceeding that was nothing but truthful. But this was something more appropriate for Soviet television or Korean central television in North Korea, because it was a completely controlled state run broadcast. This wasn't really um, something that was news. It was more propaganda. Or the Twilight Zone. We've never seen anything like this in America before. And, and I'll tell you, I often mention this, and I think it's important. It goes back to the Smith-Munt Act, Barack Hussein Obama's Smith-Munt Modernization Act, the Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012, when we'd had the Smith-Munt Act in, play, in place since 1948 which told that you could not use propaganda and brainwashing techniques on the American people. Under the Obama administration, he changed that. His modernization made it legal to use propaganda and brainwashing techniques on the American people. If, if that show trial is not propaganda, if that is not brainwashing techniques, I don't know what is. And I'll tell you something else. When you saw the, the Navy, U.S. Navy veteran, so understand, a U.S. Navy veteran who walked through the Capitol, and then you have people on other mainstream media networks, and they're saying, kill him. In what world, in what inside-out, upside-down world is this country living in when everything that those, the J6 show trial is a lie, and that they they actually come out and talk about a U.S. Navy vet, the shaman, and say that he should be killed. And then when the video comes out and those tapes are seen, he's simply walking peacefully with what appears to be a police escort. At that point, people should start rearranging their view on what is taking place in this country because they have just been given a whole boatload of propaganda, and none of it was true, was it, Alan? None of it. Right down to the fact that they act like the police officer, Brian Sicknick, was killed. Now we had to watch the video that he was not killed. The, they lied. And not only did he uh, was he not killed, but the last we saw, he was walking fine through the Capitol after the point at which he, they said he had been killed by protesters. Exactly. And when you have people 
on the left going on television saying, kill him, as Tucker pointed out, you have to ask yourself exactly who are the violent insurrectionists? Who's calling for violence? Yeah. And um, then Merrick Merrick Garland is continuing to carry on the same talking points. In fact, he was just asked a question uh, er, uh, recently about this uh, broadcast of Tucker Carlson. And he replied, I don't want to comment on any particular reports. I think all Americans saw what happened on January 6th, and most of us saw it as it was happening. It was a violent attack on a fundamental tenet of American democracy. Power is peacefully transferred from one administration to another. Over 100 officers were assaulted on that day. Five officers died. We have charged more than a thousand people with their crimes on that day, and more than 500 have already been convicted. I think it's very clear what happened on January 6th. That was Merrick Garland. Um, would you go care to go ahead and dissect what he just said? Was any of that true? Not a single word. And he has been called out repeatedly. In fact, the hearings before Congress, if you want to see the truth and you want to see um, Merrick Garland is supposed to be protecting the rights of this country, the U.S. Constitution. He, I would agree with others who have called out for him to be impeached and taken out of office. If he's going to stand here when the truth, the, 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 the truth has hit the light of day and now it's obvious for all to see what really took place and he is still sitting with his lies on the sideline and he's perfectly fine with putting uh, innocent Americans in prison for even a day, then he has no business uh, leading this country as, as its attorney general because he doesn't understand that this country was built on freedom and on a U.S. constitution where the truth matters and the rule of law matters. And you don't just put people away like you're in the Soviet Union, the old Soviet Union. This isn't Soviet America, Merrick Garland. Is it, Alan? Not yet, anyway. It's just on its way to becoming the Soviet America. It's pretty far down that railroad past the station at this point. But it sounds to me like we're looking at weaponization of the Department of Justice. Would you say that? Well, it's, we're not hearing the truth and it's, it's, it's not acceptable. We don't have the man at the top. If he can't tell the truth and further, uh, we know now that there were infiltrators that were leading this. We also know that Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law was, was standing there with the U S Navy vet shaman, um, before they went into the Capitol. Why was Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law standing there? Um, there's so many things that haven't been answered. Why did they not let the police come in as President Donald Trump had directed? Why did not only Nancy Pelosi stop that, but why did Mitch McConnell stop that? What what did they have planned in advance? You know, now we're looking at this and there's a whole lot of questions to be answered. But it seems to me, in fact, if Merrick Garland had a spine, he would stop these people from going into prison immediately. This is not the way things run in this country. This is a country that's, you know, by the people for the people. And the idea that they're using the 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 rule of law as a weapon, as a cudgel 
against the American people. The, the fact that they're using lies is a cudgel against Americans. Do you know how many of the people that have been put into these jails that are in fact veterans? And so, you know, we've not seen anything like this before where Merrick Garland sending the FBI into school board meetings. So if you don't like somebody's opinions, you're going to arrest them. If you don't like um, their political views. Now, he was perfectly fine on the other side with Antifa and Black Lives Matter when they were burning cities, burning how many police cars. Uh, this looks an awful lot, an awful lot like Bill Ayer's prairie fires. This is the, his plan to destroy the United States of America. We've never seen anything like this other than when the weathermen were doing this uh, previously in the in the late 60s, I believe it is. Why is Merrick Garland sitting on the sidelines while they're destroying America and those who stand up for the rule of law are being are being imprisoned? That's a great question. Not only is it an assault on our veterans' rights, and not only is it... Uh, a destruction of the U.S. Constitution, but it's setting a terrible example on the world stage because anytime we take away the rights of American citizens, that comes back and boomerangs right back on us on the world stage because it gives an excuse for people like the Iranian regime or, or Putin or Xi Jinping to then say, who are you to criticize us on human rights? Look at how you treat your own people. We're going to well, hear that. Not only that, but to say that you're liars, you're liars and frauds. You know, this idea that um, Brian Sicknick was repeatedly hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. That's a lie that the New York Times was pushing forward there. That was a disgusting, filthy lie. He, that's not what happened. How do we see our own government perpetrating that? Why do we see that with the mainstream media? How long? Did the truth take to come out that he was shown walking normally after he was supposedly killed by Trump supporters? This was a fraud that was perpetrated on the American public. This dishonesty knows no limits. And it's also that they've turned the narrative on what you will talk about in the next segment, because it's important. They were pushing false narratives. By the way, you had Antifa, Black Lives Matter people in the Capitol. Were they arrested? Were they put in prison? No, they were not. And that's important because you're, you have an application of the law, which is not equal, and you're simply going after your political opponents. Imagine that. Your political opponents are being put in prison, and you know I would attach that as well to what we saw with the, the vaccine and the new video that Greg Reese put out showing that they were putting some of the, the worst shots into only the red states. And that's disturbing because now you're looking at a government that's attacking people that it does not agree with politically. Not that they're breaking the law, not that they're, you know, they're not paying their taxes or that they've done something evil or wrong, simply that they don't hold the political opinions. You don't like what they're saying in school boards. Uh, so you're going to attack them. You don't like their protests, so you put them in prison. Yet the very same people that were with, that were with Black Lives Matter, that were inside that Capitol, and that's Mr. Sullivan, not a thing happened to him. So as we come back after this commercial break, uh, 
we will hear about what we believe is what was put in place in advance of what took place on January 6th. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. By the way, America Out Loud talk radio plays on iHeartRadio network. You can listen to our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. Welcome back, Alan. There's an awful lot happening in this country, and a lot has come to the fore that is exposing exactly what has taken place for the last two years where the American people were lied to and other Americans were put in jail. Absolutely. And I think that these videotapes that Tucker Carlson is revealing uh, on his program are a real game changer. Like you said, it's been several years the American people have been waiting for this, and the Democrats fought tooth and nail to prevent the American people from seeing all these hours and hours of videotape. Why do you think they would want to hide that from the American people? I thought they were all about transparency. Yeah. And so they said this was an armed insurrection and there's no evidence whatsoever of that. None of that took place. This is shocking. They sat there, the J6 committee lying to the American people 
for two years, putting Americans in prison. The, uh, the J6 committee, they lied. They went to strip the freedoms, the human rights of all of these Americans who had the right to protest. Maybe they didn't go in, but they were holding the doors. Maybe they didn't have the right, I should say, to go into the Capitol. But the police were holding the doors open. They were escorting them through. Uh, the shaman uh, prayed for them afterward. But now we're looking at this and we're, uh, as people were being put in, in prison, in jail, they've been lied to. These are Brady violations. This means the government failed to disclose the material evidence the exculpatory evidence about what really took place. Their, their, their judges were not given that information. Their attorneys, those were put in, into jail. We also now know that Ray Epps, as he spoke to the J6 committee, he lied under oath. He lied under oath. We, we know that, you know, those who ran the committee hearings, the likes of Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, they were rewarded. The people who hurt other Americans were rewarded. Liz Cheney is now a UVA professor. Adam Kinzinger, who was good buddy to John McCain, he now has a job on, on the uh, mainstream media. Ray Epps, who encouraged people to go into the Capitol and lied. Okay, so he lied and sworn testimony before the J6 committee. Why isn't he in jail for lying to the committee under oath? That's a great question. It seems like he was being protected. The FBI did not seem very interested in him, in him at all until public pressure mounted. And then finally he testified, but according to the information presented by Tecker Carlson, he may have actually perjured himself. We can't say that for sure, but it doesn't look good for his case. And with all of these exculpatory evidence withheld, do you think there's any chance that any of these convictions could eventually be vacated or overturned on appeal? I mean, what is the future for these J6 prisoners who have already been convicted? But it's not just that. Then they went after their, their political opponents, Josh Hawley. They, they called him out with video that was not the full story, and they called him a coward and said that he was running. They used this propaganda um, in order to frame Josh Hawley as a coward when anything uh, but that happened. They cut the video to, to try to smear Josh Hawley. At what point does the J6 committee think it's okay to do things like this? Thomas Massey, Congressman Massey also came forward. Um, they, the, the American people do not approve of what these, the J6 committee has done. Now that they're hearing the rest of the story, and again, I'm wondering what Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law was doing there, uh, encouraging. Was he standing there? Uh, what was he telling people to do? Did they think because Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law was there that they too were welcome? We're not seeing, and this is only part of the truth. The whole truth has still not come forward. And I think something, Alan, a piece that we did is very important. Um, and by the way, you can find our word, our work to our audience. Um, we'll have pieces that you can find um, at America Out Loud, but also on the AmericanReport.org. And we did a piece on the FBI asset turned whistleblower. And 
these whistleblowers came forward and they gave us their testimony. And it was most disturbing because what they told is that Christopher Ray's FBI, um, they had been undercover. They had infiltrated Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And for some time, they knew about bombings. They knew about all sorts of violence. They were working for the FBI. Just before the run-up to the J6 at Capitol Hill, the FBI special agents, they told, came out and asked them to start changing their documents and to say that, you know, where are the white supremacists? Where are the Proud Boys? Um, when they said there were none, then they brought out their superiors and they said they felt that they were telling them to change their documentation to say that it was the Oath Keepers and the white supremacists or the white nationals, nationalists or far right organizations. And they said, that's not who was doing this. And no, we will not change our docu documents. And this went on for some time. And finally, they quit. They would not change their documents. But what was interesting was this took place right in the run-up to the January 6th Capitol Hill incident. And so Director Ray and the FBI agents, they were attempting to get this asset who had infiltrated Black Lives Matter, Antifa, knew what they were doing. They attempted to get them to change their documentation and, and put in instead the white supremacist, white nationalist nonsense, falsehoods. But the fact that they were doing this just in the run-up to J6 is most disturbing. Now, these whistleblowers came forward and they not only came to me, but they also came to the uh, one-time deputy director of counterintelligence for the FBI, Terry Turchi, who was also working with these whistleblowers to show what the FBI was attempting to get them to do. Now, they had infiltrated, as I said, they showed that not only were these the terrorists that they had infiltrated, these Marxist terrorist cells who were infiltrated and affiliated with the Muslim Brotherhood, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the Communist Party, the Weather Underground, that these splinter groups were a deadly terrorist organizations, yet the FBI wanted them to change their documentation and instead say that this, this was white supremacists. Uh, they, they said, where are the Proud Boys? They said, we, we see none. We have found none. They still attempted to get them to change their documentation. And I think that you will find that Terry Turchi, as I said, the one-time deputy director of counterintelligence, has stated that he believes at this point the FBI must be dismantled because they are corrupt. And that's most disturbing you know, because it's only at the upper echelons. There are many, many good FBI agents. And so why would they have politicized this? Why was this moment in time so important that they weren't going to tell the American people the truth, that they were in on this politicization of J6, that they were, that they were setting the table for what was to come, which suggests that they knew what was to come. Would you agree? I would. It sounds like premeditation, perhaps, where they were trying to establish a narrative and then predetermine the outcome of an investigation 
which an investigation is supposed to lead where the evidence goes. And then you determine what the outcome of the investigation is. But instead, it appears that the FBI had a predetermined outcome for the investigation. And when they weren't getting the outcome that they wanted, they started to pressure their assets or informants to change what their statements were to the FBI, which of course then could be turned around and and turned against them as lying to an FBI agent. But um, if this was ahead of the January 6th event, then does this show that this is a long range plan, that they were doing this planning for a long time and that Ray was involved in this and setting up this narrative to help support the January 6th narrative that, that then they then bolstered with selective video editing and this big show trial? Well, it's not only that. I, I think some of the information that they passed to us and Terry Turchy showed that these left, leftist domestic terror cells, they were raising funds. They were laundering money through the Middle East. There was a pattern of financial activity that also occurred just preceding these um, nine, the uh, J6 attack. But the, this is the same type of activity that had preceded the, the September 11th, 2001, 9-11 terror attacks. So the very same type of activity was taking place in the lead up to the J6 information. And so the wider picture on this uh, from this whistleblower is a textbook example of the red-green access. And that's where the Marxists and the Islamists uh, political and terror organizations are combining their forces against the Western societies. So this is, as again, this is Bill Ayers, Weather Underground. They were involved. Susan Rosenberg was involved. She was part of this. She was named in this. And so this is this is what we're looking at. This is the same information that was laid out um, as far as how to destroy our society and Bill Ayers' book, Prairie Fires. And this is turning a country upside down, inside out, toward its destruction. And that's what we're watching here. So these left-wing Marxist terror cells, they were tied to criminal organizations in Somalia. Somalia. So these domestic terror cells were recruiting Somali immigrants that have settled into the United States. Some of the terror cells recruited young immigrants who were radicalized in mosques located in the United States. At least one of the Marxist terror cells was connected to a firebombing inside a U.S. city. So these people had been involved in other violence, these same Marxists. Now, keep in mind, when you're looking at these terrorists that were involved in all this, the FBI knows this. But also, if they're being funded out of Somalia and the Middle East, then this is a foreign attack on this country. This is a communist revolution being run on this country, just as Saul Alinsky talked about, you know, inside out, upside down. Um, yet, so the FBI knew this. They knew it was coming from foreign hands, yet they looked the other way. They turned a blind eye and they did nothing. And instead, they tried to change the narrative. And this was in the run up to J6. So why? Would our own FBI be in on this? Why would they be in on the destruction of our country, working against the American people? Any thoughts on that, Alan? Maybe for the same reason that uh, that the FBI 
apparently the FBI asset had alerted the FBI to information showing um, that the CPUSA was operating terror training centers inside the United States that are funded by the Chinese Communist Party-backed Confucius Institutes. But the, the FBI simply became frustrated and demanded that the Bureau be provided with evidence, more evidence of white supremacist terror operations that seemed to be non-existent. Now, we wrote about this and noted that the Heritage Foundation had written in October 2020 in a report that, quote, the Chinese Progressive Association of San Francisco trains activists and helped mobilize Chinese Americans for the violent protests we saw uh, this year, as well as at the 2014 Ferguson, Missouri protests. So here you have the Marxists from China, the Maoists, actually getting engaged in protests, street-level violence in the United States ahead of January 6th, you know, back in Ferguson in 2014 and in 2020. And the FBI didn't seem interested in that at all. No. And so we also had, um, they named names, who the Black Lives Matter co-founder, um, Garza and uh, Alex Tom. These, the people that they named, that they knew were involved in this and that were working with uh, the Chinese communist government uh, through these insidious Confucius institutes, they did nothing. These institutes are also, they're, they're through the West. They're through the United States, Australia, Canada, all Western countries. And it's amazing that our FBI, instead, instead of taking pl- uh, action against the Confucius Institutes instead of taking action against China that's buying up the land around our military bases, instead of taking action against China who sends their spy balloons to traverse the entire United States collecting data. Maybe they have too much time on their hands seeing that they're going against the American people instead of some pretty serious things that are taking place and what China is doing to this country. We also know it's come out how China has infiltrated the elections in Canada. And the, the proof of that has come out in the last couple of days. It's really difficult to understand. I mean, one of the things that we do understand is James Comey coming out and saying he used to be a communist. He doesn't know what he is now. I mean, is he just a totalitarian oligarch? Uh, Christopher Ray was one of the three amigos with Robert Mueller and James Comey. Uh, at John Ashcroft's bedside when they put through the Patriot Act. What is taking place with our our FBI? Is this why Terry Turchi is calling for it to be dismantled? Maybe not just the FBI. Let's not forget about uh, Comey's pal John Brennan, director of the CIA, who actually voted for Stalinists in the 1976 election, uh, Gus Hall. Talk about anti-American. How do you go from that to becoming CIA director? And how do you say that you used to be a communist and become FBI director? This is this is just absurd. But this is actually what happened. Yeah, uh, Director Ray, Director Ray's FBI has become so politicized that the once revered law enforcement agency is now reminiscent of the Soviet KGB, and it is now thoroughly and fatally flawed. If you're going after the American people instead of protecting the country. If the American people's taxpayer dollars are being used to destroy the American people, well, then it seems that we have a very serious problem in our country, doesn't it? But yes, it does. I think when we come back, 
after this commercial break, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about this because this is how countries get destroyed. This is the destruction of the United States. This goes to some pretty serious actions that are being taken. And uh, the Epic Times has just come out with this new piece uh, showing that if this data was withheld from the attorneys, then all these people must be released. These trials, these show trials, these sentences must be uh, called off. And you can also see what uh, the generals have put together at Stand Up America with a video where they're showing what has taken place in this country. This can no longer continue. So after we come back from this break, we'll get to that. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the Voice of Freedom, the Out Loud Truth from military and intel experts. And isn't that refreshing? The Out Loud Truth, rather than the lies upon lies upon the pack of lies that have been coming out of Washington, D.C. and the Uniparty. It is breathtaking the amount of, of revelations that have come forward. Adam Kinzinger, he was lying. He had the audacity to continue to lie. He had the audacity to get annoyed that he was, uh, that, that Tucker had the nerve to tell the truth. So the little guy really lost it. He was called out by Rick Gornell, who set Kinzinger straight. You, you know, you don't get to lie to the American people. 
You don't get to say that this footage had been released when it never had been. You don't get to pretend that you're presenting the truth when you're presenting a pack of lies. So, you know, it's not just coming from the Democrats. You've also got people like Kinzinger and let's not forget Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's pretty darned important all this because what he has been doing is stunning. Now, from the beginning of what took place on J6, Nancy uh, Pelosi would not allow um, help to come in so that there were, was no violence that President Trump tried to allay. And who stood with her was also Mitch McConnell. So one might think that they, they wanted exactly what those who had infiltrated and those that were bringing these falsehoods forward, uh, they would want exactly what they got. And that's the, the same baloney that they presented to the American people in these J6 committees. Now, Mitch McConnell is particularly interesting in this because Mitch McConnell has a history with what we know about him. Um, Alan Jones, my guest, is back. And Alan, what we had written about Mitch McConnell and what we had shown him to have been involved in with his um, CCP-connected wife, Elaine Chow, is pretty stunning. And if the people in our own Congress aren't standing up for their, this country, then they, they have no business being our elected officials. And that really goes straight to Mitch McConnell. It also goes to Pelosi. I mean, we've been watching the money, uh, billions of dollars being round-tripped through the Ukraine. We watched the FTX um, uh, pump and dump um, that was run through Ukraine and into the Democrats' uh, pockets. But we also saw Binance. The Chinese were involved in that. They were early investors. They got out quickly. They got their money and ran. Um, so all the investors that, that then were um, uh, completely skinned uh, didn't. But all these monies going into Ukraine, all the money going into the pockets of China, this is the same China that we've told entered our elections to steal it. These are the same people that haven't been uh, that have been infiltrating our country. This is unrestricted warfare. And it's it's pretty disturbing because it looks as though Mitch McConnell and his CCP connected wife, Elaine Chow, are involved in that. Um, what we know is their connections, um, which by the way, was hidden from the American people. The Information about Elaine Chow was not presented uh, when she came forward uh, to take a position in the Trump administration. That information only came out later. Isn't that correct, Alan? It's, I mean, it's it's kind of amazing that this is uh, this is happening in the United States of America, and the people are not being told the truth. So Elaine yeah, Chow was connected is. to China, China China Gate Multicom the the uh, PLA intelligence, Chinese cyber espionage ring. And this is according to China experts, right? Yes. In fact, the connections between Mitch McConnell and the CCP through his wife, Elaine Chow, are voluminous. So let's just look at one thing here. Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law, Angela Chow. Now, Angela Chow is Elaine Chow's younger sister. Now, Angela Chow serves on the boards of the Bank of China and China State Shipbuilding Corporation, both of which are powerful CCP 
state-owned enterprises. And of course, China's uh, state shipbuilding corporations involved in building ships for the Chinese Navy, which is now threatening the U.S. Navy. Now, we've probably heard, the listeners have probably heard of the Bank of China, and they probably heard that through the name Hunter Biden, because there was a company called Rosemont Seneca that was formed in 2009 by Hunter Biden, son of Vice President Joe Biden, and by Chris Hines, stepson of former Secretary of State John Kerry. Now, Rosemont Seneca and the Bank of China created a $1 billion investment fund called Bohai Harvest RST BHR. That was according to the New York Post. So here you have Hunter Biden connected to Mitch McConnell's wife through Mitch McConnell's wife's sister in the Bank of China. That's very disconcerting. Yeah, and it's not just that they're connected um, in that fashion. You know, here so much of what's, you know, so many lies, lies upon lies upon lies upon packs of lies. So not only is is uh, Elaine Chow connected to Bohai Harvest with the Bank of China, but we're also looking at the, the we did a piece on uh, Hunter Biden. The idea that Hunter Biden was facilitating energy deals. Now, think about this facilitating energy deals between Russia and China just after he'd had lunch with Xi Jinping, got on a plane, flew to Moscow and started facilitating these energy energy deals. The global economy runs on the um, energy deals. And so the fact that Joe Biden is cutting off our spigots, we have no energy. We turned over our uh, uh, oil to China to boot. that were only to use in an emergency. But the fact that Hunter Biden is doing these deals between Hunt, between China and Russia, and then you've got Elaine Chow and her sister also working and connected to the Bank of China and the Bohai Harvest deal. And, you know, we're round-tripping funds through Ukraine. And uh, the the big winner on that is also China via Binance. You can't make this up. And you're you're looking at is our our economies being dismantled, our people's jobs are being taken, and we're outsourcing and offshoring. And exactly what do the likes of Mitch McConnell think he's doing to this country? What could anyone imagine he's doing when they have these connections to what has been stripping and destroying? This is not just destroying the country, our national security. Uh, it's not just the open borders that Mitch seems to enjoy or uh, the fentanyl that's coming in and killing 109,000 people this past year. Our economy is being destroyed and China is is at the root of that. And Mitch McConnell and his wife and the Biden family are working with that. Do you see it any other way? No, I don't. This is actually unrestricted warfare. And China's conducting unrestricted warfare with the help of Elaine Chao's family. Now, you're absolutely right that she failed, Elaine Chao failed to disclose during her federal confirmation process that she served on the board of directions of Multicom. Now, that's a California company, but it entered multiple joint ventures with Chinese state-owned telecom companies like China Unicom and China China Mobile Pitong. So... So the the, the Chow family is, is involved with banking, 
with telecom and shipbuilding with a CCP. It doesn't get any worse than that. Well, but those are, in fact, those same companies that Dennis Montgomery identified as working to uh, break into and steal our election via China. Those same companies. Yes. And now does it surprise anyone that Mitch McConnell would push back on any allegations that China may be interfered in the elections? It's hard to imagine that the those who are our elected officials are working in concert against this country, or at least a a percentage of them. And you can't look at this without understanding what Merrick Garland and Chris Ray, and before him James Comey, but also uh, now they're looking. Um, they want to know. Uh, exactly who knows about the Twitter dumps and who was uh, given access to that information. I mean, we were uh, surprised on Christmas Eve when Elon Musk uh, dropped a very important piece and showed that um, FBI, previous FBI deputy um, uh, James Baker, the, uh, you know, attorney for the FBI and then moved over to Twitter uh, to censor the truth so that the American people, once again, just like these videos that were being withheld, were not hearing the truth on Twitter. James Baker hid the, hid the truth that came out on Christmas Eve about Hammer and Scorecard. Now, if there's nothing to Hammer and Scorecard, then why would the general counsel from uh, Twitter and also the general counsel from the FBI that had given immunity agreements to Dennis Montgomery be hiding the information about Hammer and Scorecard. If there's nothing to hide, then why make sure that you're censoring that information? Exactly. And as General Tom McInerney, who flew over 400 combat missions in Vietnam, said, you know, when you're taking flak, you know that you're over the target. Well, it looks like that allegation was absolutely over the target and that attracted the attention of the FBI and Twitter that they were going to try to censor that information. Well, the FBI, um, as court documents proved, not only gave Montgomery immunity agreements uh, for that information, you don't get immunity agreements for lying to the FBI, but further, he gave them sworn testimony in the FBI Washington, D.C. field office gift. Uh, so at, at that point in time, the information that Montgomery gave them, the 47 hard drives and uh, the electronic data uh, and his sworn and recorded testimony was given to the inspector general of the intelligence community. That's in court records. And so there's no denying that fact. Now, the data that was collected showing the stolen election, Mike Lindell now has control of. I'm not sure why that hasn't been elected, but there are so many things flying at the American people, and I think that's with purpose. Uh, and that, again, goes to COVID. Now, uh, COVID, we now know how Fauci was lying. He was covering things up. We know that the CDC, we know others were covering things up. Um, we've spoken to this before. Why were they hiding ivermectin? We wrote about it. It's on the AmericanReport.org. Why were they hiding the information about ivermectin, and HCQ. Well, there's a, a good reason. We've spoken to this before. 
if they didn't hide ivermectin and HCQ hydrochloroquine as the therapeutics that would take care of this weaponized virus, then they could never have gotten the emergency use authorization because a therapeutic existed. Therefore, they lied about the therapeutics so they could get emergency use authorization. And also by getting EUA emergency use, it also indemnified the, the makers of this from any lawsuits. That's important. Indemnification comes with emergency use. Now, if people were getting damaged, they could not be sued. They'd made a quick $200 billion. The full truth of this has not come out. Everything about what has taken place is breathtaking and, and that they lied to the American people day in and day out, and it was damaging to them. They lied to the people that they put in these J6 prisons. They lied and hid the videos. And now Mitch McConnell's upset about it. Adam Kinzinger, uh, of course, they're upset about it because now they've been exposed as frauds that lied to the American people and have connections to China. It's disturbing at best. And it's very disturbing that Mitch McConnell could lead the U.S. Senate while having such deep connections to China that was engaged in killing one million Americans. Let that sink in. Yeah, a million dead Americans. And then, of course, they wanted to give that jab to all the children, regardless of the damage that that uh, they knew it was causing, because that also comes with in indemnification indemnification. So if you hurt the children because of the laws that were put in place about vaccines, they could get away scot-free. Can anyone understand the depth of evil that comes with what, what has been taking place? This is, it it's hard to imagine this could happen in, in the United States of America, but we've been seeing this unfold before our eyes and they've continually tried to hide the truth. They tried to hide the truth about the origins of the uh, pandemic, and they tried to hide the truth about what happened on January 6th. And the, uh, the deep state of Washington, D.C. and the Uniparty have been desperate to hide this from the American people because the American people are finding out that many of them were needlessly killed by this pandemic and needlessly arrested and thrown into basically gulags in Washington, D.C., and I hope that these officials in the jail there in Washington, D.C. are forced to answer questions because they need to answer questions to the American people about what they did to our brave veterans and other innocent Americans. Well, just like McConnell coming out and saying, you know, it was a mistake, uh, you know, for Fox News to release these videos. It was a mistake. No, Mitch, it was a mistake for you to lie to the American people. It was a mistake with whatever you're doing with China and not telling the American people. Mitch McConnell, you had a position as a U.S. senator and you had a duty and a sworn oath to the U.S. Constitution to do the right thing. And we simply haven't seen that thus far. Well, Mary, I want to thank you for bringing me on to the program and this has been a fascinating conversation. I hope the listeners uh, enjoyed it as well. You had some amazing information you brought forward, and, and Tucker Carlson's doing a great job with that information about the uh, videotapes as well. 
Yeah, um, Tucker Carlson deserves a, uh, a a hearty um round of applause for for what he's had the um wherewithal to do because the rest of Fox News has not been doing that. And uh there, there are not a whole lot of people in the mainstream media that have come out and told the truth. And it's important the truth used to matter. It's important for the American people to hear that. And I think that when you come to America out loud, you will hear the truth. So thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear and the epic battle to defend the United States of America. 